0: welcome to vibrant life episode 52. today is february 6 2023 it's a monday happy monday i'm jessica parker i'm a holistic health coach with a master's in health psychology and a fitness instructor and today we are going to briefly talk about women's sex hormones specifically estrogen and progesterone and i'm going to share with you my favorite way to test so first of all We have actually three different kinds of estrogen. Just keep that in your head for another day. We're not gonna go into it. The main thing that I really wanna focus on is the relationship between estrogen and progesterone because I think it's not just misunderstood but not really known. It's so important and it doesn't matter what period of life you're in. I've had women who have gone through menopause who come to me and say, well, but my doctor said it's not important because I don't have hormones anymore. And that could not be further from the truth. And that relationship between progesterone and estrogen is still super, super important. So what needs to happen, what we need to see is that your progesterone is more than your estrogen if your estrogen is more than your progesterone, we have what you may have heard is called estrogen dominance. So again, your progesterone needs to be higher than your estrogen. So even if you have gone through menopause and your hormones are both low, your progesterone still needs to be higher than your estrogen. It's kind of this protective relationship. They're both so important in their own ways, but that progesterone kind of keeps your estrogen in check to just put it in a simple way. So what happens if you are estrogen dominant? You are going to have symptoms that you know you probably don't like. <laughs> Weight gain, it can be hard to sleep, you can have depression and anxiety, you can have really bad PMS, hot flashes, fibrocystic breasts, um, really, you know, we have been taught as women that um, really bad PMS and cramping and all that is normal, but it's not. And I believe that a lot of that has to do with just our standard American lifestyle. And because everybody's experiencing it pretty much, then we'll just call that normal. Um, loss of sex drive, fatigue, and actually Um, Estrogen dominance can impact your thyroid. It can either mimic the symptoms of low thyroid or it can actually cause it. The relationship between the adrenals and the thyroid and the sex hormones is extremely tight and extremely important. Estrogen dominance can also occur in men and um, estrogen dominance can occur in children as well. We're seeing girls have their periods earlier and earlier and earlier, and we'll we'll dive into that in a minute. But when you see men that have like excess breast tissue, that can be a sign of estrogen dominance. Men can struggle with um, just sex function, basically sexual dysfunction, and that can be a sign of estrogen dominance. But it's because of these things that we're all doing. We're all doing them, and so it doesn't just impact us women. And what are we doing? It has to do with several things. Our food, our water, our makeup and skincare, just personal care products. Um, The BPA and plastics that we're using all the time can have to do with heavy metals. Um, And this is kind of a chicken or egg thing, but body fat. So if you're overweight, then your estrogen is naturally going to be higher. Um, So it's kind of like, okay, well, but doesn't high estrogen help cause that? Well, yes, but you know, again, it's a chicken or egg thing, so you have to kind of pick where you're gonna target it. Obviously, hormone replacement can cause estrogen dominance and then birth control for sure, chronic stress. So we'll just dive into some of these really quickly. Food, clearly, you know, if you're eating conventionally raised meat and dairy, you are very likely consuming excess hormones because of what they've given the animals and so that's just a a clear way to estrogen dominance right there aside from that like different pesticides and herbicides and things like that can impact our endocrine system negatively it can raise our blood sugar which will impact um, how our liver responds and metabolizes excess estrogen therefore you're gonna have more estrogen. If your liver is super busy, always detoxing these other things, it's not going to be able to metabolize excess estrogen. And then obviously, you will have more estrogen than you should. Uh, We also have a lot of certain estrogenic foods like soy. I don't eat soy. I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it at that. Water, so if you're not drinking filtered water, you need to, and you know, it's, it gets very complicated in terms of well, what's a good filter? And you know, there are lots out there, and that's something that for another another topic, another day, but definitely be filtering your water. We're actually getting medications and birth control and things like that in our water. Not to mention just the different chemicals and things that can have an impact on our hormone levels because of what our liver has to talk or process through. Again so definitely filter your water but also don't drink out of plastic the plastic is an endocrine disruptor and if you're you're buying those bottles with water you know from the store then um, your the that plastic those plastic compounds are leaching into the water you're going to have to process that through your body and when you think about you know the bottles are manufactured the waters put in them, and then they're traveling wherever they are in trucks to get to these stores. We don't know how many times they're like they get warm and then they cool down, and they're warm and they cool down, and that will leach excess uh, plastics into the water more than you even think. Personal care products. This is why I'm so so strict about toxins and the things that are in my home and that we all put on our bodies, uh, because when you think about it you're going to bed, you have like your laundry detergents and things like that, that are like on your skin and seeping into your bloodstream. You wake up and take a shower. So whatever's on your towel, all the things in your shower that you use, like your shampoo and whatever you wash your face with, and then you get out you might put lotion on your body. And then if you're like me, you like to put makeup on in the morning and you know, it just goes on and on from there. So That's why, you know, I'm quote that girl, and I really pay attention to ingredients now. One, I always tell people, if you're going to start anywhere, start with your laundry detergent um, and the things, please don't use. Please don't use dryer sheets. Those are so highly toxic, Um, but start there. That's a really easy one. Even if you just buy the like free and clear type stuff at the store, it's not perfect, but it's so much better, and you're giving your body a fighting chance. Those fragranced laundry detergents and the dryer sheets and stuff really impact your respiratory system negatively and make it very difficult to work through some of that. With everything we've had happen in the last few years, that's the last thing you wanna have happen, plus they're linked to cancer. So I'm very picky about the um, ingredients and everything that I use from my cleaning products, laundry, makeup, shampoo, all the things. I use an app called Think Dirty. It's free, you can download it on your phone so you can scan products at the store, go crazy, scan throughout your house. Um, You don't have to like nerd out on ingredients and memorize everything. I love that about it. If you have some kind of gut dysbiosis, some gut dysfunction, leaky gut, again, same thing. You are going to be getting things into your bloodstream that make it harder for your liver to process through and then you'll likely have estrogen dominance, not to mention all the estrogen-mimicking compounds that might be coming through into your bloodstream. Heavy metals is another for the same reasons and obviously hormone replacement therapy, birth control. You know, birth control is designed to impede the natural hormone process going on so that it can um, prevent a pregnancy. So when you've been on it for a long time, obviously your body is going to think what is going on. I've dealt with so many women who, you know, their bodies are just kind of upside down inside out and don't really know what to quote think. (laughs) So this is something to consider. I'm not telling you whether or not you should use birth control, but it's something to consider that it actually has an impact, especially the longer you've used it. If you have things like, you know, skin issues or bad cramps or migraines or things like that, that your doctor is prescribing you birth control for, uh, please get with somebody like myself, a functional practitioner, somebody um, that can help you get to the root of the issue instead of, oh, well, let's just like, change your hormones around so that doesn't happen well there's a reason that was happening to begin with and you can do things naturally like with your diet and lifestyle that can help normalize your hormones so those you're not getting those kind of side effects instead of like putting out that fire so to speak and basically it you're not changing things positively you're just kind of like turning off that check engine light Um, in an artificial way and actually in ways that um, can really disrupt your body's natural balance going forward and it can take a long time to rebalance and recover from that so these are the things that i would recommend obviously pay attention to your food like the meat and the dairy that have excess hormones please you know don't eat that stuff Um, buy local buy pasture raised Buy things that don't have added hormones or antibiotics, um, but also stay away from the processed junk because that's hard on your body as well and more things that your liver has to process through. And if you have high blood sugar, your liver is going to struggle with that. It's kind of a chicken or egg thing again. So get rid of the junk, get rid of the processed stuff, get rid of the sugar and get rid of all the chemicals and things like that in your food. If you start getting rid of that, and I know some people are like, but I can't, but I can't, but your body will have a fighting chance and you'll feel better and better, it just takes a minute and then you're not going to want that stuff anymore. You're going to feel better. You're going to enable your body to get rid of it, process through it, and you those cravings will disappear. They will. Um, obviously, filter your water. I will do an episode sometime on like what to look for, but at the very least, please just filter it. Don't get Brita filters. So th- things like that are not, not great. Um, I've heard Berkey are really good. I don't have one. I've heard those are really good, but there are different, lots of different filters out there. So do some homework. Use toxin-free products on your body, on your skin, in your home. Get rid of toxic candles. If you see the label fragrance on anything, it could be thousands of different chemical substances, thousands. So don't think, oh, or even natural fragrance, whatever. That does not, the word natural means nothing. So those are some some things that you can do in terms of paying attention to what you're putting in and on your body. I have a master list of my favorite toxin-free things that I use and the things that come into my home. I will share a link below. So if you want to, um, you can sign up for my newsletter and that will be sent to you. Most of the things on that list are things that I use, but some of them, like there's stuff for men and stuff for babies, I don't have a baby, but um, people that I trust, their opinion use. So those have made it to the list. In addition, some things that you can do are to make sure that you're balancing the stress in your life and therefore in your body. So. Stress is huge, but it's not just the regular stress that we think of. So doing all the things that I just said, but also you can add things like infrared sauna, add exercise, do things like uh, make sure that you're always using your electrolytes. I'm huge on electrolytes. I have past episodes on electrolytes. Those really help support your body's natural detox process. Magnesium, potassium, and sodium. We need sodium. I have a show specifically on sodium. So make sure that you're doing that. What I personally do is I use Ultima. I put it in my water every single day. I usually have at least two servings. And then I add pink Himalayan salt or real Redmond salt um, because it doesn't have the sodium in it. There are other things out there that just happens to be my favorite ingredients are great, it tastes great. I don't have to like force myself to drink it, but it's so important. Get outside every day, get your heart rate going, make sure you're getting plenty of sleep. All of these things help support our body in its natural detox process. So let me show you the Dutch test, um, which is my favorite way of testing hormones. Typically, you go to the doctor and you get your blood drawn and you get um, basically more of a one-dimensional perspective on your hormones. So, Dutch stands for Dried Urine Test for Comprehensive Hormones. The business is actually in Oregon near me. It's kind of cool. But anyway, so instead of going in and getting your blood drawn, you are sent a kit and it's dried urine. You can also have your cortisol tested using saliva, which is the best way to test your cortisol. Let me just tell you, please don't go in and get your blood tested for cortisol because you're getting one look, one little snapshot of your cortisol and it's in the morning. Your your cortisol is naturally higher in the morning. Plus if you bring a needle near me, my cortisol is gonna go up. (laughs) So we also want to see what your cortisol is doing throughout the day and not just that one time in the morning, so saliva, is the best way to do it. And these kits are sent to you at home. You do, like the cons of this are it is not cheap and it's not uh, through insurance, but it's a very comprehensive look at not just your hormones, but their metabolites. So basically, where did this start? What's causing this? So basically you're able to see metabolites, which mean For example, DHEA is important with production of testosterone, which women have as well. You might be experiencing like low symptoms or symptoms of low testosterone, but it very well could be that your DHEA is actually what is low. That's just an example. So with mine, I found out that my afternoon cortisol was low, which obviously, you know, if you're experiencing this like slump in the afternoon, that's why. Um, surprising to me was that my progesterone was way too high and it can actually sort of mimic high estrogen, I actually assumed I had high estrogen and I did not, my estrogen was beautiful, my progesterone was way too high. I have heavy metal toxicity and so I'm kind of a different animal. (laughs) Uh, But this was like right before I figured all that out and then it all made sense to me. But it also goes through uh, vitamin B12, B6, glutathione, things that are super, super important for energy but also your natural detox processes serotonin, melatonin, oxidative stress. So I highly recommend the Dutch test. I really do. Um, I will share a link to that. And I, I have a coupon for $100 off the tests. I don't get anything from them, but I just like to share that because I think that they're so, so good. So if you have any questions about that, please let me know. And I'm not saying that the blood tests are not worthy, but I really do feel like this gives you a much more comprehensive look so that you can decide, okay, where am I gonna attack this? You know, what, what's actually going on? You know, where's the root cause of all of this stuff that I'm experiencing? All right, you guys, well, if you have any comments or questions, please let me know. Once again, like um, the most important thing that I want you to remember is progesterone it needs to be higher than estrogen. We went over all the reasons why it might not be that way. And so what needs to happen is loving on your liver, getting all these toxins out, keeping stress manageable. I know we can't always just ditch the stress, but keeping it manageable in all the ways, chemical, physical, mental, emotional. You can find me at thatvibrantlife.com, Facebook, That Vibrant Life, and Instagram, that underscore vibrant life. And I wanna offer you all, well, if you're looking for some better raised meat, 10% off of an order at my family's business, Oregon Valley Farm. We're kind of like butcher box for the Pacific Northwest, but we do ship to 10 different states. We ship frozen on dry ice. Um, So oregonvalleyfarm.com, use code that vibrant life for 10% off. All right, have a good night. (music) you. <music>